and welcome to the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Show. I'm Jeff Power, Senior Writer for Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and this is my son, Henry Power. Hi. On today's show, we're going to give you our 2020 quarterback preview for the fantasy season. We're going to be posting these previews in our draft guide, which you can get, which is going to be launched on June 1st. We're very excited about our draft guide. All free content, great info. We have uh, projected stats, all sorts of rankings, team depth charts. We have strategy articles. These videos will be posted. A great ADP feature. It's kind of interactive now, which is great. You can sort to see who's moving up and down the rankings. I love that feature. So we're really excited about our free draft guide. You can get that for your phone as well. It's in the App Store. You can get that in there. You can look at it on your phone, wherever you are. So uh Give our free draft guide a shot this year. Also, don't forget about our leagues on our site. We have all sorts of money leagues uh, going off, all different price points. We have our famous best ball leagues. Our big fantasy championship gives away $300,000. Also, our commissioner product, too. Go to rtsports.com. Look at all these leagues. Our commissioner product as well. Sign up for one today. So, Henry, let's get into this quarterback preview. Ready for this? Yeah. First question, before we get to the players themselves, how do you approach the quarterback spot come draft day? What What's your uh, approach to drafting a QB? I always pick him late. Last year, I got Russell Wilson in the eighth round of my draft, and look what he turned out to do. Had a great season. Just pick him late. I, I follow the same strategy. I'm not going to act early on a quarterback, especially in a best ball league, which I talked about a, a second ago, very popular now. I'm going to take three QBs in a best ball league. I'm going to wait late, hopefully. Hopefully one hits on a weekly basis. But overall, I'm not going to act early. I think I'd rather uh, get the skill positions like running back mm -hmm. and and uh, receiver before I act on a quarterback. I'm going to let somebody else take Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm just going to wait. I think this position's super deep again this year. About 18, 17, 18 guys that I feel comfortable with as a low-end number one quarterback. So I'm waiting on the position. Let somebody else act early on a quarterback. All right, Henry, let's talk about players now. So how about some guys you're targeting? I'll give you one guy first. I like Carson Wentz this year. He was seventh overall quarterback scoring last year. He had nearly uh, no receivers to work with. Everybody was hurt. They were a mess, the Eagles, uh, offensively because of injuries. And Wentz was still seventh overall. Now we have Jalen Rieger as his, as his uh, receiver. Very good, talented, number one. Uh, could be a number one receiver at some point. He has two great tight ends. And Zach Ertz, Dallas Godert as well. And they have the fifth easiest schedule for fantasy quarterbacks as well. And Wentz is going late. A guy, like you said, uh, you got Russell Wilson eighth round of your draft last year. I think you can get Wentz in about that spot this year. And I think he's good value. I know he's an injury risk, but positions deep, you can get a good backup. I think Wentz is worth the risk. How about you? How about a guy you're targeting this year? Kyler Murray. He, he, he finished top 10 last year in fantasy quarterbacks. I think he's going to repeat that, and he just added DeAndre Hopkins. That's a great year for Murray right there. I'm targeting him. I like Murray a lot, too. If I'm going to act early on an elite quarterback, it's probably going to be Murray because I can get him a little later than Jackson Mahomes. Another guy I like this year is Matthew Stafford. I think it's kind of overlooked last year because he got hurt. He got hurt in week eight, missed the rest of the year, but he was on pace for nearly 5,000 passing yards, 38 touchdowns, just 10 interceptions. He was having a huge year, and this shouldn't be a surprise because Stafford's done this in the past. He has seven 4,000-yard seasons for his career and three of those seasons with 30-plus touchdowns. So Stafford, another guy you can get later than the top guys, and I think he's set up for a big year. I like that receiving core, too, with Kenny Galladay. I think he's going to be huge this year. I think Stafford's going to be a good value pick 
for a lot of fantasy teams. Guy I'm looking for on a lot of my teams as well. So on the flip side, we just talked about players that we like, that we're targeting. How about guys you're avoiding? First guy for me, Henry, I'll start off. Ryan Tannehill. I'm a little bit concerned about him because the Titans run first approach. They did this especially in the playoffs. Tannehill had fewer than 100 passing yards, two of three playoff games. Last year, his numbers were skewed a little bit because of his touchdown totals. That's what helps his, helped his fantasy production. Overall, he didn't get a lot of chances sometimes on a weekly basis. Fewer than 20 pass attempts, three of 12 games. I'm just not sure he's worth the risk. I think he'll have some big games, but I think he'll also disappear and a lot of others as they ride Derrick Henry in that offense. How about you, Henry? Somebody you're avoiding. Baker Mayfield. People were very high on Mayfield last year, and he turned out to be terrible. I think that's going to be the same case this year. People like him. I don't think he's going to play well. I just don't trust Mayfield. All right. I, I'm not huge on Mayfield either. Coaching, coaching change could be a positive for him, but... I think he definitely carries some risk. So another guy I'm avoiding, Philip Rivers. He had a kind of a disaster of year last year. Tons of turnovers, interceptions, fumbles. That offensive line was terrible in Los Angeles. It should be better in Indianapolis, but I just don't see a big rebound for him at this stage of his career. His arm strength doesn't seem as good anymore. He doesn't have quite as good receivers to work with in Indianapolis as he did in Los Angeles. And I think Colts could be a little more run heavy this year with Jonathan Taylor and uh, Marlon Mack as well on the offensive side of the ball. So I think they could run more. I don't think this move to Indianapolis is going to be a great thing for Rivers. All right, Henry, how about a couple sleepers, guys that you think you can get later uh, that, that you think could end up having a big year? Drew Locke. He, did, he only played about two or three games last year because of Flacco getting hurt, and then he started after that. So he didn't play much. But I think this year, he's going to start the whole year. He's going to have a great season. He played well those last couple of games of the year. He's going to repeat that the whole year round. Yep, they add a lot of offensive weapons as well. Mm -hmm. Henry's sporting the – you can show him your, your lock jersey. He's a big Drew Locke fan, so that might have skewed his uh, pick there. But I, I actually like, like, like Locke as well. It's kind of hard to say like mm -hmm. Locke. But <laughs> I do too. Uh, a lot of good receivers on that team added. Cortland Sutton, some players in the draft. So I think he's set up for good things. So a couple sleepers for me, Derek Carr. I know a lot of people aren't huge on him after the last couple years, but, I mean, they were a mess at receiver last year. Darren Waller was really the only dependable option, and he was a tight end. Their highest receiver had 651 yards. They revamped that core this year, took Henry Ruggs in the first round. A lot more talent on that side of the ball. And even with last year's terrible output from the receivers, Carr was 16th overall fantasy quarterback scoring. So I think the potential is there. He had his first 4,000-yard season as a pro as well. So I think he'll build on that this year, get him late in drafts. He has two seasons with 28-plus touchdowns as well. So uh, I think Carr's good value as well. It could be, end up being a sneaky uh, pick late in drafts. I'll give you one more sleeper, Henry, a guy from one of your favorite teams, uh, Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater. So I know Bridgewater wasn't you know huge last year with the Saints and his chances. He was okay, though. Uh, but I think he showed, showed that he was healthy, and he moves to Carolina, gets a chance to start from day one. I love their receiving core in Carolina, too, Henry. I know you do, too. Mm -hmm. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, that's three top receivers. I think Bridgewater's going to have some big games, especially a guy I'm targeting in the best ball leagues. Again, I know the arm strength is a little bit of a concern, doesn't take a lot of chances downfield, but I think these receivers are going to make plays with the ball in their hands. And can't forget about Christian McCaffrey, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely a guy in the receiving uh, core who plays like a receiver. It's a running back. So that's that's a big plus for uh, Bridgewater as well. So 
Got to talk about rookies now, Henry. Anybody, you know, that you like it all this year, you think could make an impact out of that rookie class? Joe Burrow. I think he could have a great season. The potential is there. Last year, the Bengals had a pretty good receiving core. They lost Green, but Green's coming back this year. And their quarterback situation is terrible. So now they add Burrow. I think there's going to be a pretty good offense there. I do like that offense. I think Burrow's probably the only guy I like not in dynasty leagues uh, because I think Burrow's going to start from day one, like you said. I like that receiving core. I like Zach Taylor, too, as her coach. Uh, very good offensive mind. I think that's a big plus for Burrow and his development. So I think that's a good thing. I think he'll have some big games, a good pick. I mean, you have two, uh, Justin uh, Herbert as well, uh, both guys that I think could start at some point this year. I'm just not sure they're going to make a huge impact when they're in the lineup, though. And I don't think they'll start from day one either. I think Tua's going to sit and watch Ryan Fitzpatrick. You think that's going to happen with him as well, right? Yeah. And I think uh, Fitzpatrick had good good showing last year in Miami. If those teams start to tank, Miami and the Chargers, you could see these rookies get a chance. But I don't think they're going to make a huge impact this year. So right now, I think Burrow's really the only guy. And I think mm -hmm. Henry agrees with that as well when it comes to uh, rookie fantasy quarterbacks for this year. So now, Henry, we're going to do something. I'm going to give you two players who have similar value, similar ADP mm -hmm. value, going similar spots. And I want to tell me who... I want you to tell me who you're going to take out of those two guys, okay? Okay. All right, first one, consensus top two fantasy quarterbacks this year, Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Who do you take uh, if you have that decision? Mahomes. His injury held him back a lot last year, but if you would have played that whole season, he would have had a phenomenal year. He still went out and won the Super Bowl. I think he's going to rebound this year. After that injury, he's going to have a great season. Close call for me. I'm going with Jackson just because of the rushing stuff. A uh, thousand yard rusher as a quarterback. That is just crazy to me. And he still threw the ball pretty well. They helped their receiver core a little bit this year, too, uh, in the offseason. So I still like Jackson just a little more than Mahomes. I could see Mahomes having a huge year, though, but it's the rushing totals for me. I mean, a thousand yard rusher as a quarterback, crazy. I know that Jackson might get fewer carries this year as they try to keep him, you know, healthy and upright, but. Mm. Still, I think Jackson's probably just a little safer in my view. So now I'm going to look at a couple of veterans here, Henry. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, both guys who have had huge seasons in the past, been MVP players. So now they're going in about the same spot. Who do you take if you have to decide between those two? Drew Brees. They, he has a ton of offensive weapons. He just added Sanders. He has Sanders, Thomas, and he has Jared Cook at tight end. I think that's a powerful offense. They're going to... Breeze is going to produce some points there. I like Breeze too, but I'm going to disagree with you here, Henry. I'm going with Brady. I know he's your nemesis. I'm sorry for saying that, uh, but I I'm going with Brady. I just love those weapons in Tampa Bay. Godwin, Evans, uh, Gronk, O.J. Howard too. Can't forget about him. And they don't run the ball well, and I still don't think they're going to run the ball well, even with Vaughn in the mix, uh, the rookie Deshaun Vaughn. Uh, I still think they're going to throw a lot in that offense. And I think Brady might have a slightly better season. He's going to rebound from the last few years, gets a chance to play with some top weapons. Yeah. So we disagree on our first two. How about the next one, Henry? Just Deshaun Watson versus Russell Wilson. I have Russell Wilson in this one. He, he has DK and Lockett. Those two played great last year. They're going to have great seasons. Russell Wilson is going to produce points for himself and those two receivers. I mean, I would have went with Watson here if they still had Hopkins, but you don't know what's going to happen there with their receivers in Houston. 
So we agree on this one, Henry. I like Wilson too. I just don't trust Watson after losing Hopkins. And like you said, receivers have some question marks. I know they brought in some guys like Cooks and hopefully a healthy Will Fuller plays a full year, but I still think Wilson's a guy I, I trust here. Plus he has an improving DK Metcalf. He's been super consistent as well, uh, Russell Wilson. Three straight seasons with 30-plus touchdowns. There's just a little less uncertainty surrounding Wilson, in my view, so I'm going to I'm gonna favor him here. And the last one is one that I never thought I would ask, but I'm asking it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen. Uh, I know Rodgers has fallen some in recent years, so we got to ask this question. If you got Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen, who are you picking, Henry? Josh Allen. Rodgers getting older. He didn't have that great of a season last year. And Allen just adds Stefan Diggs to that those weapons for receivers. So he's got he had John Brown all of last year who had a great season and now he has Diggs. I think Allen's gonna produce tons of points down there and have a great year. Yeah, close call for me. I'm surprised to say this, but I'm gonna agree with you too, Henry. Josh Allen. I'm gonna take Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers. Wow. How the mighty has fallen, but uh, that's the case with Rodgers. Just, I don't like any of those receivers in Green Bay outside Devontae Adams. And they're going with a more run-heavy approach in that offense with Aaron Jones. They ran the ball more last year. I still think Rodgers will have some big games. But again, with Allen, similar to Lamar Jackson, in my view, those rushing totals really help his fantasy yeah. numbers. He has 500-plus rushing yards each of his first two seasons. He should do that again this year. And like you said, they added Stephon Diggs. I know... I know Allen was shaky in that playoff game, kind of scares a lot of people going into this year, but still, I think he'll produce some big games, and I trust him more than Aaron Rodgers at this point. Kind of <sighs> surprising to say, right, Henry? Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's our quarterback preview. We're going to do all the positions, so look for those in our draft guide and on our league homepage as well. You can also listen to this on the podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this video. We appreciate that, and you can check out all, the, all our information at rtsports.com. Henry? Thanks so much for joining me again. Appreciate it. Looking forward to doing the next position. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm Jeff Power, Senior Writer for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. And this is my son, Henry Power. Mm. Wishing you a great day and happy drafting as all your drafts start kicking off at, hopefully, at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>